Hey, this is Eddie Perez, and you are listening to Texas Music Spotlight. Welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julie. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Texas Music Spotlight, TMS Musicos. What a great podcast we have today. An old friend of mine, Eddie Perez, who is the one of the owners and the bass player for La Calma. And he also does a lot of recording and uh, studio work. Uh, such a great guy, very humble, uh, super nice guy. We had a great time on the podcast. And it was done last minute, so we tried to get this podcast in for this episode and it meant it means that this episode is no uh, no edits in the interview i'm going and we went straight to tape so what you're hearing is exactly what we did live on the facebook uh, feed now a reminder we do i do my portion of the podcast uh, i try to do them all on facebook live so you can watch and, and ask questions and i couldn't figure out why he had why we had no questions with eddie i don't know just nobody liked them or no, i'm just kidding <laughs> everybody loves eddie he's a great guy i think i just had the wrong uh, uh feed pulled up and i couldn't see anybody's questions but we did have some questions if you're listening to this and you were on the facebook feed uh thank you so much and i'm sorry i didn't get to your questions during the podcast uh what a great guy uh but first let me tell you uh about our little podcast here thank you to everyone and we mean this sincerely thanks so much to everyone listening around the world we see you we see you on our stats thank you so much for joining us and listening be sure to like share the the facebook page at texas music pod and also be sure to subscribe to the podcast that helps us out a lot when you subscribe and you know what helps us out even more is if you leave a comment leave a comment leave a five-star review and then leave us a nice little comment uh it may get read on the air you never know um so be sure to do that and we appreciate you guys listening and tuning in every week uh we my son and i jules the human alternate every week so you hear you hear different context of different musicians from different genres which i think is really cool uh, if you're into that kind of stuff and plus you get to expose you get exposed to different types of music if you've never heard of it before uh, obviously i deal with uh, more latin based music but honestly it can be whatever i want you know so whenever you see the tms musicos those are my episodes uh, and the other ones are my son's episodes and, and by all means listen to everything you can start back from the beginning pretty interesting how we progressed from the crappy audio we had back in the first in the first year of the podcast compared to now we got nicer stuff nicer gear now we just need to know how to how to how to work everything <laughs> so let's get to the podcast with uh eddie perez had a really good time you're gonna hear a little bit of a song the latest single cuando nada es suficiente from la calma a really cool song you're only gonna hear a piece of that and i want you to go the reason is i want you to go buy the song go buy the cd go visit them go visit their website um eddie's a great guy and we're gonna talk about a lot of things how he lost the name of his recording or production business he lost a name he had uh, a cease and desist that's an interesting story uh, be sure to check that out and also um his first two songs he ever learned on guitar i was pretty surprised too uh moving from chicago to texas and why he did it and uh, uh why he got kicked out of guitar lessons 
That's interesting, too. Who gets kicked out of guitar lessons? Eddie does. Uh, his time with different Tejano bands such as Fama, Eddie Gonzalez, Joe Lopez, Bobby Pulido, and Emilio Navaida. He's, uh, he's been everywhere. He knows everybody. Um, but again, this is Eddie talking about uh, his band, his, his career, how he got started, his life in music. And here's uh, a little bit of their song, Cuando Nada Es Suficiente, La Calma, followed by the interview with... Eddie Pettis. We're here live with Eddie Perez, the bass player for La Calma and the owner and operator of Key of E Music. Is that correct? Am I right? Well, <laughs> what, already what? a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> what? Tell me. Do tell. I just recently lost that name. Lost what name? Key of E Music. Why? To a company out of um, Canada. Those fuckers. Yes. Canada? Their shit don't apply over here. It's a worldwide thing, and I really didn't have the money to fight it. So, <laughs> wow! <laughs> no, they crazy. have. Uh, have you ever seen Property Brothers and that whole network of TV shows like Fix Fixer yeah, Uppers? Yeah. Well, they do all the music for that network. So, so, so I lost it, and so I hadn't even announced it. I meant to make an announcement that I'm going to be changing former it. owner <laughs> of Kia Music, <laughs> Kia yeah. <V> Music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Did they send you a cease and desist or something like that? Yep. I got the email, and uh, I almost had them by a year, and then they found something that was a year earlier than me. Wow. Mm -hmm. So I lost it. So what are you going to call it now? I don't know. People have been giving me ideas. still up in the air. Still up in the air, yes. Right now, I'm just, I I don't know if you noticed, but I just changed things to Eddie Pettis music. Can't you just do key of E flat music? (laughs) Somebody said (laughs) Somebody said that, or somebody said uh, La Yave. No, Yave music, but on the the E at the end of Yave, make it the old E logo, uh-huh. and it, so it's still Key of E, but in Spanish, so I don't know. Yave, yeah, Yave, Yave is, isn't it L L A V E? People will be too confusing. Yeah, I'd be like, what's love? What's love? What's Lavi? You know, people will get it wrong. You know, people screw things up all the time. Lava yeah. music. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I, know, uh, I, I had it all my prep notes that you were the owner and operator of Key of E Music, but apparently I'm wrong about that. Well, I was it's a Canadian to... company. Maybe we can get them on the podcast. I know, right, right. <laughs> no, but I looked it up because I wanted to fight it, but I saw everything that they do. I changed real quick from, you know, fighting them to, hey, can I work with you guys? You know, I'm like, oh, let you have it. You know? So they, yeah. Wow, that's, yeah. Did you freak out when you got the letter? Oh, yeah. I never had anything. <laughs> Anything like that. I thought it was good because I actually did it through the... I was actually a big boy and did it through the right. courthouse back in 2004. No, you did a DBA? Yeah. Okay. Which is... Yeah. Doesn't, it wasn't enough. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. <laughs> so, if, you, if you had done a, a corporation, they may have done the background and, and mm-hmm. looked it up and said, nope. But So I learned uh, that the way a trademark works is whoever uses it first and can prove it worldwide. Wow. That's crazy. Well, there you go, boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking to start something, do your homework. Yeah, make yeah. sure that nobody owns it, the damn thing before <laughs> before you start it up. Yeah, yeah. No, That's but crazy. it's all good, man. We'll still we'll figure something out, and 
And I'll do it legit this time. Like, make sure I got everything covered. If you got a suggestion for Eddie as far as naming his uh, uh, his uh, studio, right? It's just your studio, right? Um, well, it's going to be a label. We're going to do a label gonna, in January. Oh, oh yeah, shit. Then we got to sure. get into that yeah, later on. All right. Yeah. All right. So if you have a, a suggestion for Eddie Perez, Eddie Perez has, has been in the Tejano music industry for many, many years. Uh, very well known. He's produced and recorded some of the, the biggest acts in Tejano music. And uh, thank you for coming. I do appreciate no, you man, being here. You. So, Eddie, the podcast here, we talk about, I like to get down and dirty with the, uh, not dirty, but, you yeah. know, <laughs> just down and like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, in my eyes, every musician has a story. Mm-hmm. And I like to get that story from musicians. So what's, what's your earliest memory of, of, uh, of music, period, and what, you know, as a child? Period? Um, man, I don't know how, but my grandfather, just remember him, me having a little guitar and always knowing like two songs, La Bamba. And you knew you knew those two songs. Yeah, I don't know how I learned, but I knew La Bamba and Odana. I guess I was a big fan of the movie, right? <laughs> yeah, because people always ask me, "Does your dad play?" You know, that's usually yeah, yeah. where it happens. But my grandpa and grandma would sing, and they knew like three chords. So I guess that's where. And you, where it you came don't remember from. how you learned it? You just know that as a kid you knew it. It was by ear. Yeah, I, I really don't remember how I learned. I just I had to have learned it by myself. You know. Wow. And but, about how old were you there? Um, I remember they they tell me I have first of all I have a horrible memory, but That's they right. tell me my grandfather used to take me with him to bars like when I was five and well, play. Back, back then you could. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, could. he would he would take me and, and they would pay me money when I would you know you know, and I, I just <laughs> So you were professional I guess <laughs> at the age of what, five five yeah. five or six? <laughs> yeah, man, and it's 'cause they say when you start making money, when you start that's that's your there you go. You're making your your professionalism now yeah no but that's 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 my earliest memories i can remember they said i would always have my guitar everywhere i would go and you know <laughs> do you, and, do you uh, still have that guitar no oh wouldn't that be cool yeah that would be cool yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm really bad with that was it like an old like an old sears or something like, a, with, like <laughs> dude i don't even remember i'm telling you i'm wor- i worry about me um you know end up i'm gonna end up with like alzheimer's or something dude i i really do i have a horrible memory horrible horrible knock on wood knock on wood maybe not but you know, um, you just made the audio I know. Boom. <laughs> it's okay you said dirty down and dirty no so but, for those uh, of you listening on on the podcast he just knocked on my desk and made it go boom <laughs> if you just if you're live on facebook thank you for joining us if you have any questions for eddie Perez, please post it in the comments and we'll and i'll get it to, i'll relay the message to him so he can answer it so you're you're a kid about five or six playing la bamba and odana yeah. uh from there what, what do you what, yeah, do, you, just, what do you remember from i remember there? that for forever um just loving music what well, was crazy because you know later on working with you guys but i used to sleep to listening to you know emilio and and joe lopez believe it or at not at what age um that was all, probably about eight years old all the way up until i moved so to you texas were, you were at the hano my it, my parents my mom so but you joe you, lopez. you liked it because of them right yeah they used to own a a hall a dance hall and all the bands from texas would go over there and play oh, so okay what hall was that Ochoa's Rainbow Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people from Texas remember that place. And where was that at? It was in Chicago Heights, Illinois. So yeah. I was always around it, but didn't know that I was actually, that that's what I wanted to do. Right. I used to dance. That was going to be my career. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. I Show to... us on the video feed. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> 
No, but I used to love it, man. I used to love the music. Uh, again, Eight years not, old, right? Not knowing, yeah, like real young. But it was um, normal for you because your parents, that's all they listened to, right? So that's if all. that's all they listened to, you weren't mm-hmm. maybe like, okay, that's that's what they listened to. That's what I like, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it was crazy, man. So you were always a Tejano guy. Did you listen to any other you know, types of music or no? It was either that or like Vanilla Ice. Okay, no, I'm let's just joking. With, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Can we bleep that out? No, I'm just joking. No, but really, it was it was like you know rap or whatever was on the radio at the time. Okay, so then, you were like into yeah. the pop stuff because mm-hmm. you're trying to yeah. fit in with the kids and stuff like that. I had to be normal. Yeah, yeah. So eight years old, you were listening to this stuff. At what point do you actually pick up an instrument? Um, I mean, well, you already well, again, had the guitar, yeah, right? Again, but I knew those few. Um, there was just, I mean, things that. Um, I look back at now some of my memories that I have. I can remember me and cousins singing along with whatever, right? And I remember me singing different than what they were singing. And I realize now that I was singing harmonies. harmonies. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about that the That's other day. So how weird. like I think about when I was a kid and I and I would hear the melodies and I, I realize now that I was doing harmonies in my yes. head and it just it just and it's funny because they would laugh at me like, dude, you're all off, you're not even singing the. <laughs> but I, but now I know I'm like I was right, I was doing harmony. I knew what I was doing. Yeah, so now, man, um, I, man, I, I forget what age it was, maybe like 14, when somebody finally asked if I can play with a band. You know, got up and I remember it was like Cruz de Madera. Something you know, three chords. So you were never in, in the band system, as far never. as any any band never, instruments. Never, man, never, never, never. Until that, that's when I got the bug. Well, I was. I had to be like, yeah, maybe thirteen, fourteen years old. I knew enough to play along, and man, that was a crazy feeling. On on the guitar, though, right? Yeah, with you the were... band, with the band, yeah, with the band at one of the dances. So know. at fourteen, did uh, what was uh, they asked you to play? With, um, who was his band? Man. I want to say maybe Blasted Band. Um, he, I think he just recently passed away. If it was that band, it, it might not have been, but it was. They had there were a few local, local bands that played. And you were still in Chicago, dances. yeah. And were you? Um, I was. Uh, you were fourteen. It was. It was somewhere around there because it was where I got the bug before I ended up coming to Texas for just well, a visit. Well, with this band, did you? <laughs> to ask you to play with him yeah, right I away. I don't remember how it happened. Um, again, you got to remember, my grandfather was always like, "Look at, look at." Right, know. right. So he might have asked. I and did you I have equipment? Remember. No, it was on there, on their guitar and and everything. And so sure you, enough, were they older cats or oh, were they just? Uh, yeah, older, older cats. Um, and speaking of that, I remember always wanting to watch um, my. He wasn't my stepdad, but at the time, my mom had a boyfriend. Uh-huh. And he had a band, and I used to try to go in the basement and watch him, you know, oh, practice. Okay. And they used to kick me out, like get out of here. So I always had the interest. Get away, kid. Yeah, and I always had the interest. I want to go play. That's what I hear a lot with uh, some of the musicians that that have a family that plays that they wouldn't let them. Yeah, they would, you know. And I guess part of that just like don't get into this business because maybe you know other no, parts. It, like, it was more like no, you're in the way though. Right. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much like it is today. Right? Yeah, I know. Right. Still, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no, but yeah, I just remember always, always having an interest, whether it was just watching or listening or, you know, or even piano. I remember I could just hear, um, what was that right. song from Richard Marks? Um, of course, it was probably in C, Wherever the wrong. you go. Yeah, like everybody probably learned that. Yeah. Right, right. I remember learning that at a at a young age on a little Casio. So the, the ear, you know. Right. The ear was, I could pick things up, you know, but I just never knew it was what Did you I, have any kind of formal training as far as reading music? Well, they tried to 
get me into guitar lessons. <laughs> but I got kicked out because they said that I didn't know how to be taught. Like, I, I wanted to show them, like, no, this is the way I do it. You know what I mean? I was like, wow. Now, I didn't, see, that I didn't remember goes, that. That just goes back to a bad, not only a bad instructor, but just, you know, I always say, I always approach any student that I was teaching mm-hmm. differently. Because there's no two people that work that exactly. learn the same way. Mm-hmm. So if they couldn't find, they probably had just a certain way you teach, and that's it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. So they just probably got frustrated, and and I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I think this kid doesn't know what he's doing. They said I tried to do like two lessons, and then he said I can't teach him. He thinks he knows everything. I was like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I do. God damn it, that's <laughs> so funny. But I mean, so, I can't imagine. So you're playing with this band up in Chicago, and you say you come down to Texas. For for what? That, well, that was the one time where I actually ever played with the band, just that one time. But it, I guess that's what sparked it off. I guess. Right. So you had a gig so, at fourteen. You act, did you actually gig or you no? Just no, rehearsed? no. It was just that one song. Got up. Oh, to the do one it, song. Okay. And I knew I could do it. That's how right. I was like, Whoa, you know. So came down to San Benito. My grandparents oh, are from yeah, San Benito, yeah. home of Freddie Fender, and they had a neighbor, who, a garage band. And when I, I mean a real garage band, didn't right. even have a drummer. The the drummer played on pads, you know? Wow. And uh, my uncle, again, just like my grandfather, hey, well, we have a nephew that plays, and I was still kind of young. And they let me practice with them. And uh, that was it, dude. Even that, like, I don't know any better. So I was just, like, happy. Like, wow, I'm playing, right, with, the, right. you know, I'm playing with the band. And I was here for In a summer. garage. Yeah. <laughs> I was only here for the summer, you know? And did you gig with them? I did. I did gig with them. Who was who was that band? Ah, they were called Noblesa. 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 I remember. See, that's, that's pretty good. Thing. <laughs> no, but dude, I remember them taking me to a bar. Four hours. Four hours. Like I don't remember breaks, and I remember making like thirty dollars. <laughs> and we all have that story, right? Right, right. But still, man, just and me. now you're making forty. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh my god! Look but, at me now. <laughs> Man, but dude, it, I was just so happy. And remember, I'm only here to visit. Right. Man, that was it. I called my mom. I was like, I'm done. I want to stay here. Really? And, yeah. And she supported me. Well, at the time, it, it kind of worked out because Chicago Heights, where I was from, it was, yeah. it was getting pretty right. crazy. Like, really, really crazy. So you're, what, 14, 15? No, no, no. That, now, at that period, I was already uh, 17. Okay. turning 17. And uh, yeah, so it just worked out. It was getting really bad over there where we were, anyways. And so, you had like, to, did you transfer all your academic stuff? Were you still in school? I don't even know. If you I were was still, still yeah, I was still in high school. And uh, yeah, I just, just picked up over here. I was always horrible in school, though. <laughs> so so it wasn't even a big deal. Yeah, I, I passed out of pity. They said, "Just get this kid out of here." Did you? <laughs> yeah. No, but was it wasn't because I was stupid, though. No, I just didn't like the way I just didn't like school. I, mean, I love <laughs> yeah, learning yeah, yeah. stuff. I just didn't like school. Yeah, because like 15 years later, when I was like I don't know 30 or whatever, I, I went and got my GD with no yeah. classes or nothing. So okay, so you didn't finish school at all. No, I never finished. school. Oh, okay. Well, I'll get to that. Well, so so you you move you moved down. Yeah, I and transferred down. all your academic stuff, and you're gonna. Mm-hmm. You're gonna what was your intent to, when you told your mom, "I'm gonna live down here and I just gig"? Wanted, yeah, I just wanted to play and and just be in Texas. I love Texas, right? You know, and uh, I didn't know that she was going to end up following me. Um, she she supported me, and let me stay, uh-huh. but she couldn't. She lasted, I don't know, two three months without me, and she she ended up. With, <laughs> she came with my meal. Yeah, she, she ended up following me. Yeah. <laughs> My Richie. No, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <a> for me. 
So yeah, she she followed me. Oh no, because things started to move really quickly. So get this, that band I uh-huh. knew. I knew no well, now, now, now I know it was one four five, right? Right for everything. That's all I knew was. So you, your intention is to, your intention to stay with Noblesa. Yes. Right? So I was I was happy with that. And make band. it big. Yes. So the keyboard player from that band was connected to to, some, to another guy named James and the White Eagle Band. Akaro? Yeah, he did country and Tejano. So he picked me up. He asked me if I was interested. And I was like, wow, I mean, that's hard. You know, like you guys have minors and stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. You guys so, use a lot of chords. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, I was I was up front, you know, like, and they. <laughs> Can we just play the songs in one four five? Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and, the, and the guy, thank God, he didn't care. And he, you know, they, they got me up to where if, if I needed to learn a minor, they, they actually showed me. Because he played a little bit of guitar. Okay. So now so I know. Mijo, mijo, now just I know. move the finger down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now I'm, I know five chords. Oh, shit. You know? You're so, ready to hit the road. Yeah, man. So, But even with then, they had a guitar player, but they were prepping to um, get rid of him. Get him out. Yeah. Because we got so, this hot shot here with those five chords. Yeah, so my... So my <laughs> So my first, you no, know, they just wanted to pay me less than right. that guy. You know what I mean? They knew they could pay me thirty bucks, and I'd be happy. No, but uh, yeah. So I ended up. I remember my first gig. They didn't even plug me in, and I'm dancing. I'm going side to side, and I wasn't even. Of course, somebody now, had they, to point it out. Did they me. not plug you in, or you just didn't know how to plug in? I don't know, a combination maybe. Both. They probably say, well, like, they he's didn't still care. learning. He's still learning. Mm-hmm. Just let's not put him through the system. Yeah. We. But it was so funny. <laughs> I've actually been in cases like that. Not for me, but I've seen it, other people like just just don't just put the cord and yeah, yeah, go yeah. feed it to the back, and we won't tell yeah. him it's not plugged in. <laughs> but it, but it's funny because that's a memory I can't get rid of because it was you know a bad one. But um, at the time they were called El Estilo. Now it's Jesse Turner and Signal. Oh okay. But they were I that's they were like some of my first. Uh, I don't know if you call it click or whatever. Right, right. That I uh, ended up meeting. They were all out of Santa Rosa, Texas, and they were there. They happened to go on after us and tore it up with all the cross leg dancing, <laughs> getting down on the floor. <laughs> oh man, dude! But yeah, they remember that gig, watching me with no not plugged in, and they they remind me sometimes. My now, buddy Majigo. <laughs> <they're> like, ah, <laughs> you weren't even plugged in. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, Many, uh, those of you on Facebook, Danny Martinez, Ben Talamantes, Leonard, Leonard Guerra, Adrian Regalado, Pancho Frank Ramirez, thank you for joining us here on Facebook. If you have any questions for Eddie Perez, the former owner of Kiev Music. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't invite Adrian. Adrian's going to pick up me online. He's going to cyber bully me. Thank you guys for joining us. We're here with Eddie Perez, of course. I can't say he's with the Kiev Music. I know. I can't say that. I'll probably get sued or something. You know but, what? I got to change my email. It still says Kiev. <laughs> Dang it. Nah. Thank you for for joining us here on Facebook. Uh, so you're down in the valley. What, where were you living in, in the valley? I was in uh, San Benito. San Benito? Yeah, with my grandparents. Um, Going to the, what were we? Greyhounds. Oh, okay. Go Greyhounds. And I was there for not even two years. So at what point did you drop out of school? Um. Okay, so that James and White Eagle band, uh-huh. that was, a, I ended up sticking there for six months. About six months, I was going to school, doing that. It was mm-hmm. just local festivals, you know, living the, living the life. Right, I right, had a right. jacket. I had a jacket that said, <laughs> band that jacket. said yeah, that said the name. <laughs> the big White Eagle in the back. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, man. But no, I was just on top of the world. I joined the mariachi. That was the first year that Samanito introduced mariachi to, um, to high, I mean, high school, high period. School, yeah. Huh? And I ended up, man, just learning so much so fast, man. The guitar, obviously, that's what I joined for. They taught me vihuela real quick. And then uh-huh. before I knew it, I was switching to uh, guitarron. Uh-huh. For, which is was, a hard thing to play. Yes. All, every note is octaves. Right. You know? And it's not strung up the same way. Yeah, exactly. So, man, I just remember just soaking I mean, just soaking it in, man. Learning, 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 learning. And did you find did you find yourself picking up this stuff fairly easy? Yes, man. Yeah. Yes. Did I it just, scare you? I just loved it. It didn't scare me. I was just so excited, man. Just to, you know, like, wow, I'm right. really learning, you know. I wish I would have knew how to read, you know, but. No, I mean, <sighs> I used to tell my students that uh, when I would talk when I talk about theory, I always say, you know what? People, there's a lot of people that don't know theory or know how to read, mm-hmm. but they're still using theory mm-hmm. because they know what sounds right to the ear. Even though you don't know what you're doing, you can hear it, and mm-hmm. you're still using those elements of theory because you understand yeah. your ear tells you whether it's right or wrong. Yeah, so, I mean, later on I came to learn I wasn't alone, definitely. Not right, in our industry right, for sure. Right, you know of course. I mean? but, but yeah, man, no, it was cool to, to learn. I mean, that... Mariachi, I have a whole new respect. Once I oh, yeah. all the different yeah. rhythms and patterns, yeah. oh man! Is it that's, that whole backbeat of a, you're, you're almost like a percussion type instrument by mm-hmm. what you're doing with the with the, uh, with the right hand? So yeah, yeah, of course. So you're playing in high school mariachi now. I did that for. Well, At what the, point do you say fuck it? <laughs> <laughs> well, check, check it out, dude. So okay, remember I know five chords now. Right. Okay. Well, well, mariachi probably like seven now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> So um, there was a gentleman by the name of Big Bubba. He was a big promoter of in course. San Benito. Do you, yeah, you remember that no. name? No? Oh, there, every <laughs> time I have right? got Big Bubba. You got to okay. Big Bubba. Well, I know you remember the Roadhouse. Yeah, okay. of course. Well, he was the one that used to take the bands to Roadhouse. Okay. Well, a friend of mine that knew him, he told me that Fama was having auditions in McAllen, okay, on a Wednesday so me, I was like, well, man, I've gotten this far. Let me let me just try it, you know? <laughs> and one of the things was is that you had to play bajo sexto also. They wanted both. They had never had it, but on the recordings, they had bajo. Right. So told my grandpa, I was like, right, let's go. I need a bajo, you know, let's go get one, you know? And he took me. My grandpa was down, you know? <laughs> took me to Las Flores, about right. a $200 paracho or something, you know? And we did it. And I little things, like I didn't even... Realized I needed a pickup, and you know, just I showed up like that. Um, so, did you know how to even string it up or tune it? Well, I quickly got with a buddy of mine named Majigo, which uh-huh. was with the back then they were before Signal, they were a Stilo. He and he he basically got me just like, Look, it's just like a guitar, this is here, this is here, and boom, I was right, like, okay, showing cool. you the, the elements of what, yes, how it's the different guitar, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, I did that, and I, I didn't even have a for the, I didn't have effects or nothing. I hadn't got that far, you know, distortion. Well, you, didn't have a, you didn't have a pickup. So. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm talking about for the guitar. Oh, for the guitar, okay. The band I was playing with was just rhythm, you know. So I ended up learning Lagrimas. I don't know if you remember that song. Um, for Javier, it was it has that real nice lead. It was a uh-huh. sport, uh, sports ballad. What am I talking about? <laughs> a ballad. That's a new genre. <laughs> a, a, ba- ballad. <laughs> a ballad. It was, it, was, it was pretty awesome. But anyways... Dude, I learned it. Like I just, I had never attempted leads at all, and I and I ended up learning. It was probably wrong, 
But to me, well, to me, I learned it. You know, it, it, I've heard you play lead, so it even had. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but it even had like one finger tapping part. Really, yeah, you're doing dude. fancy stuff. Yes, the dude. Tap. So I took it out, and uh, so I do like I we go. And do you remember the TV show Puro Tejano en Vivo? I think yeah, you did it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I go for the audition. Okay, on a Wednesday, I show up to Tejano Saloon with the guitar and. I borrowed a distortion pedal from somebody. <laughs> I even borrowed a better guitar than the one I had because it was horrible. It was a pink guitar. Nice. Well, I get there and I see the keyboard player, Israel, and he goes, oh, you're the guitar player. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm here for the audition, you know? He goes, what audition? And I was like, the audition. He's like, there's no audition. <laughs> you're in. Dude. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> I always, I always joke about thanking God that Javier and them do not care. They didn't, they didn't care as long as they had the spot filled. You know, that was it. So I did my first show with them was live Puro Tejano en Vivo, the taping of. <laughs> Is that crazy or what? So you thought it was an audition. Mm-hmm. Did you even go dressed? Did you, were you dressed for the, the occasion? Well, uh, no, San Benito's like, well, actually, San Benito's like, yeah, like 30 minutes away. Right. But back then, they used to have their uniforms. Oh, okay. So they had shirts. All all I had to have was black pants, you know? So I don't remember if we bought it, but dude, that was my gig <laughs> the first night. And we played with Eddie Gonzalez. Remember, I didn't have a pickup. So Big Daddy, shout out to Frank Darin. He let me use his bajo. And he had a big old bajo, man. I remember right. it being real big, but yeah, man. And I, I remember all the, all the bajos I've ever played on have the worst action. Mm-hmm. The, the the height of the string is just super high. It's like, how the hell do they all play this thing? Well, supposedly it's, it's, it's on purpose because the further the action, the louder the actual. I don't know if that makes sense, but but when when they're <laughs> when the action is really that doesn't make sense. <laughs> when it's real, uh, when the action to me, real. the higher the action, the worse the neck is. That's yeah. just the way mm-hmm. that I know. Yeah, I learned. <laughs> I could all that, be wrong. Yeah. I probably am. But no, those but. those things always have high actions. Like, how the hell do you play this thing? And that's, you know, people have bow have these major calluses on them. Yes. And here I am flattening my bass out to my strings, like, yeah, super just, touching. You can do the, this if you want. You right. Know, yeah. It's just right there. But it's, I can't imagine a bow hole. No. Uh, hello to Ronnie Saldana, Chris Gomez, Jane Jenkins, Aaron Holler, and Gabriel Romo, who's watching, ah. who's going to be a guest on the show very soon. Um, cool. If man. you have any What's questions up, for Eddie, he's here and willing to take your questions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So you're playing with uh, Fama. So that was my first night. Your first big gig, because that, what what year was this? That was 97. So they're... 97 or 98, I can't remember, but... So that was my first right, real... Yeah, they were still... Again, I make jokes about, you know, I got in after all the nice plaques and all the all the Sonys and Capitals, <laughs> but that was, they were still... We had one left with Sony. Yeah, but the 90s now. were still yeah. peaking. Yeah, they still had the butt. Imagine, dude, just jumping into something, you know, that was... Oh, the, that's, the what to me. Yeah, that's what happened yeah. to me. That's what happened to me. 94. Just, I went from playing with Innocencia to, to traveling. My first gig with Emilio was with Dallas, Texas Stadium, with oh um, going down an elevator with Troy Aikman. <laughs> there you go. And then the next day, we played with, play with Selena in Lake Tahoe. And oh, I was like, what man. the fuck? You know what yes. I mean? So, yeah, of course. it's You know, I was 24 at that time, so it was just... Yeah, you man. Know, on, top, imagine, on top of the world, man. Yeah, imagine yeah. being 24 and getting that gig. is like... Fuck yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, but yeah, man, that's what happened. Um, took the gig, did and that you're night. Still, and you're still living, you were st- at the time still living in the Valley. So. Still in the Valley. Were they based out of the Valley? No, they were, um, they're from Houston originally. Well, they were still from Houston at that time. Um, but he ended up later moving to San Antonio. 
But yeah, he took. Uh, we did that night, and it, it actually went pretty good. There's a tape somewhere out there of it, and I watch it now, and I'm like, yeah. That, Maybe it's okay. on YouTube. Have you even looked for it? No, man. I wish. I wish. If I have it on VHS, you can probably help me with all your gadgets here <laughs> to transfer it to. You know what I mean? To right. video. I want. I, I would love to have that. That's somebody has it somewhere in my to family. Put it out there and put it into the world. Yeah, man. The world because they, they recorded everybody. I mean, I'm pretty sure you did it with probably multiple bands, yeah. or at least Emilio. Yeah. You know. But yeah, so that was before like in Folke with AB. Uh-huh. I mean Abraham. It was live, man. No. So how long were you with the uh, with the Fama? Um, with the Fama. <laughs> <laughs> no, with um, Fama. well that that first week that was a Wednesday. Uh-huh. So they, I joined on a Wednesday too. Did you? I got, I got a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. It was a, it was a Wednesday, and the and the next day was. What dude, was the weather like that day? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> All I know is that they literally from there took me on the road. The next day was, remember Park Place? Yeah. Yeah. They and they just... Took me to Park Place. There was no formal, hey, you're in the band. Just like, no, hey, you're, 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 no, you're gigging with us now. Yeah, they brought me along. Here, no. are, here are the dates. And okay, well, Park Place, remember it was a mall. Uh-huh. It was it was the club somehow downstairs. I don't remember, but it was a mall section. He took me to eat. And that's where he made me my little offer, my salary. What you when? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, dude. You were on salary with Fama? Salary at yeah, back then they were salary at seven. Yeah, I, I mean I was on salary with the media too, but it's like Yeah, man. I didn't know that many bad I mean it doesn't matter if it that. was two hundred, I was still happy. Right. <laughs> two hundred no, just joking. <laughs> just kidding, hobby. <laughs> no, but no, but yeah, dude, salary, man. Um to start and that was it, man. I was in so at what point do you move to, to San Antonio or New Braunfels where you're at? Well, now? They, they ended up uh, they were out of Houston, and I ended up bringing a little friend of mine on accordion. There was 15 with Fama. Who was that? His name was Chris Rodriguez uh, Ra- Ramirez. Sorry, Ramirez. he's out of he was uh, in that same band with Jesse Turner and them, and he ended up coming with us. And uh, so they ended up relocating from Houston to San Antonio, and they had an apartment on Jackson Keller in these high rise apartments, uh-huh. and they. They were basically our our uh, chaperone. Is that what you would call them? Our, uh, you know, like our. Uh, they were responsible for us. Oh my god! <laughs> who, who was responsible? For Javier. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we were living with him in a, in a high rise apartment for a little while, and crazy, crazy times. Good times. Good times. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We won't go into what exactly happened at the apartment. <laughs> no, no, nothing, nothing bad. Nothing bad. Just a lot, you know, a lot to take in, man. So, like, you know, yeah. just moving into those where all the Spurs, you know, Spurs lived on, you know, upper levels. You'd, you know, see them around and oh, stuff like okay. that. was pretty cool. Damn. Yeah. So he was, yeah, he moved to San Antonio and I did that for a few years. Really? Couple of years. Um, that's where I got to finally experience. They asked me, "Have you ever recorded before?" Yeah, I have. I, I just lied, just like I did with the bajo. Of yeah, course. I play bajo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. you lie until you get the gig. You <laughs> yeah. lie and then you learn later. Fake it till you make yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but at that point, I had the confidence that I could. You know, I knew I. I felt I could. You know. So your first recording was yeah. your first recording experience was with with Fama. With Fama. Yeah. What album was that? Remember? It was at. Um, I don't remember the name, but it was at Blue Cat. I remember mm-hmm. working with. Joe Trevino and uh, yeah it was cool because those those guys experienced guys you know taught me right away like no be quiet or you know <laughs> or you know don't do that or you're doing you know you're playing dirty you know I, I got to so was it real that, quick was it that first experience that kind of gave you the give oh me the, yes like wow this is that really was, cool man yeah recording that was amazing man that was uh, that, that you, little whole nother yeah do you remember the first one. song you recorded man I wish I could dude I don't I, I, they used to record 
different back then. You know, like the whole band was involved. And uh-huh. Everybody, yeah. you, you get the drum track and then everybody right. overdub. You know, now it's like everybody comes in, you know. Whatever. Different, they emails, put in files. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? It's, it's just different now. But um, back then, I remember being good guys to Guillermo on yeah. bass. Um, Carlos Alvarez on accordion. Um, I can't remember everybody, but I just remember being like, "Wow, you know, I used to, I've seen these guys on album covers, you right. know, and recording with them." It was. Did you get a picture with Fama too? Did I get a picture like, like on the album? Yeah, on the that album, no. But a second one after, I guess they knew we were gonna stay. <laughs> we, we came out. <laughs> we came out on the next album, and my shirt was wrinkled and. <laughs> Yeah, so that's <laughs> it's a common thing with guitar players. I think, yeah. <laughs> a, a certain guitar player I know uh, wears wrinkled shirts, and he's not in the room right now. So. <laughs> I've heard those jokes before. That's so funny. So uh, you're recording. Yeah, yeah. You're recording. You're learning. Uh, did you get the spark? You man, got the spark man. then. At at um, what happens after Fama? After Fama, um, and I got to give credit words to Adrian. Adrian Regalado sat in on a gig with us for one weekend. Our drummer uh-huh. could make it. And um, he just, he he loved it. He said he loved it. He's like, man. And he, at the time, he was with Eddie Gonzalez. And I don't know if they needed somebody or if they just right. wanted to create, the get me in or whatever. Right. But but yeah, he got me. He, he, he bugged me and he was like, dude, you got to come. You got to come. And at that time... I mean, maybe Eddie was a little hotter. I think he just had a live album on. Right. It was it was still kicking butt. And uh, so, yeah, they got me to... Did you get salary now? Uh, no, no, no salary. No. <laughs> Those days were... That, After that, that point, it was that like, was just nobody get, was doing salary. That was to get me in. And then, it, like, three months later, I think it might have changed, you know, to nightly. <laughs> but, uh, no, but, yeah, Eddie, they picked me up. And, man, again, it's just <coughs> a whole new thing for me, you know. Just, Gee. just bajo. Just bajo with with Eddie. Just bajo Eddie and, and, uh, and then you threw in that. That's where you throw in all the dancing in the show. You know, like so. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning new things. You know, you know. I, I want to see some of those videos of you dancing. <laughs> oh, they're you know? dude, they're on YouTube, man. Oh no, <laughs> I love and I hate YouTube. <laughs> My kids laugh when they see some of it because I was thinner. <laughs> Dang, Dad, we were, we were all thinner back there. <laughs> I look, I look at some of the old videos of, of us. I'm like, God damn, those are tight jeans. And <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> that's so crazy. <laughs> Oh my! There's God. no way I can get into those right now. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had to bring it up when you mentioned the tight jeans. Um, Emilio, the um, not not the third, he's the fourth, right? Um, Emilito, yeah, yeah, he's the, the fourth, fourth, right? Yeah. Well, when we were at the funeral, mm-hmm. uh, he was talking about everybody was talking about stories, and he talked about that one day his dad came to the front of the bus like, "Dad, Dad, come here, you got to come see this, you got to come see this, this funny shit, come on." Get over here. He's like, what, what, what? <laughs> um, uh, no, no, Emilio called. Yeah, he calls them. He's like, you uh-huh. got to come see this. You got to come see this. And they're like, what, Dad, what? So they come to the back, and I'm laying on the bed <laughs> trying to get my jeans on <laughs> with a, a hanger. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I was going to tell you, you get the hanger and hook, yes. grab the thing and pull it up. Oh, right? my God. Yeah. And they were just laughing because it was like, it was you on the bed. You you couldn't get your jeans on. And Bro, Emilio got a kick out of it. We all used to do that. I don't know what Emilio was saying because... He used to do the same thing. His were starched, and he would yes. just pull it up. We all did that That's shit. So funny, man! Before I knew that trick, though, I used to get the man the yeah. cut my finger trying to get it up. <laughs> but yeah, and I just remember that when he said tight jeans, man. I was like, and I didn't. That's a memory that was gone to me. But when they brought it up, like, right. it's like, oh, I remember that now. You know, like, <laughs> ay, ay, ay. So how long were you with uh, Eddie Gonzalez? 
that again was um, probably uh, about two years, maybe a little bit more than two years, but yeah. And did you start recording? Did you... That's where I actually... um, Okay, so with Javier, I kind of got on his second album, which is the one where he he wrote a song for his dad called La La Despedida. That's where he kind of let us like take over arranging. Uh Uh-huh. So it was arranging first before, you know, engineering or whatever. But that's where I was like, wow, you know, we got to, of course, we overplayed. We did yeah. too much, you know, but that's where I got the. Uh, I can think of some people today that are still overplaying <laughs> yeah. and over, overproducing their albums. There you go. But I'm not going to say anything <laughs> that, about that. That's another podcast. <laughs> no, but yeah, so just, yeah, that was where he gave me, he gave me the little taste of it, you know, and I always appreciate that. And then, uh. That's when digital started to come in, the boards, okay. the digital boards, and he bought a Roland VS2480. And, um, oh, that you remember, kinda, right? Yeah, he kind of threw it That information you remember, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? All the, the model numbers. <laughs> so, I remember that and a 57. That's all That's all I had, man. And, of course, headphones. But he, he bought that, and he was like, here, man, have, you know, figure it out, learn it. Wow. Yeah, man, so he gave me that... Um, he gave me that opportunity, and then I joined Eddie, and I still stay cool with. Yeah, Javier did it the right way, and then um, that's when. Oh, okay. So then I got to record with Eddie, and he was still with Sony, and with Tony Gonzalez, and you know, mm-hmm. just another great experience. I was like, okay, I'm I'm really, really digging this. Being the the Nessio kid asking questions, right, know, right, know, right, you know. right. So I got to do that, and then um, so at the same time, I had the board, and I don't know how Javier. I guess because he was with Sony, Eddie was with Sony. Somehow he was executive producer of Eddie's album. Uh-huh. Somehow I don't know. He got the check anyways, and and he was responsible for it. So he kind of was like, "Here you go, Eddie, produce it." You know. So I got to. That was my first. Just, just, <laughs> just gave you the shit and said, "You're gonna yeah. produce it." Yeah. And you had really no experience in producing, and what was involved no. in producing an album? No, just as more, opposed, more arrangements. Yeah, as opposed to producing like the rap today is like, oh, I make beats, I'm a producer. Exactly. No, actual producing is actually figuring yes. figuring out this, how the songs go, mm-hmm. putting your input, the right song, uh, arrangement, the, yeah. and all that stuff, and and yeah, not. <laughs> Only and then re- engineering the damn thing too, right? Well, see, you that, and that's know, a, another thing, yeah. Right, yeah. So yeah, I had to, I got to learn both. Well, try to learn both, you know, on the spot again, just like everything else with the bajo. Yeah, I play yeah, bajo. I can, you know. Yeah, I can produce them. Same thing happened with recording. Yes, fake it till you make it. So wow. yeah, so I took it, and I remember. And uh, what helped was Eddie lived with me in an apartment okay. <laughs> at the time. <laughs> So we had nothing but time, no kids, you know, just right. nothing but fun, man. So I ended up, we learned, man. I remember having an accordion player in the restroom, um, you know, just, just Eddie <laughs> in the Old school shit, right? Yeah, man. But, man, we we made it happen. Um, and, yeah, from there, man, that was definitely, that's where I, I knew that was it. You wanted to engineer, yeah, recording, actually yeah. produce yeah. products. Yeah, because then it came out decent which i mean i I still hear now and i'm like wow for you know the way we did it right you know um i even had adrian on electric electric drums with the live snare you know what i mean to get the the sound of the rolls you can't fake that you know so yeah he did he did electric drums and and we just did what we could and and then uh long story short that ended up being nominated for a grammy your first produced (laughs) yes Yes, dude. Oh, dude, don't laugh. I I can't make this up, dude. 
The yeah. first album you produce is nominated for a Grammy on Sony. Yes. So that was that was it, man. I was done. I was like, this is what I'm doing, you know. Wow. Yeah, and it was. Um, so by the time those nominated, well, okay, so from Eddie, oh man, there's so I forget. I ended up getting out of Eddie. Well, okay, so that happened. Produced his album. Oh, and then that's when I was with my met my wife and Aww. we were gonna have my daughter. Aww. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm jumping ahead. No, yeah, that's where I met her. <laughs> you weren't in Emilio when I joined yeah, Emilio. Yeah, because I got out in 2000. Okay, so I can't remember. Oh, I yeah. was uh, let go. Okay, so a good friend of ours, uh, Mike Mikey Rodriguez. Yeah, Mike. Adrian was part of you know his. His little crew. Yeah, we've talked about that, how there was a crew of people yeah, that, that just kind of worked together. Each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know Mike yet, but for some reason, or maybe, oh, you know what? We did play with Eddie Gonzalez together for okay. a little bit. So, yeah, he came along a few years later, two years. I had like this two-year thing where <laughs> I get the opportunity to, to jump up or whatever. Two years go by as I'm done. Yeah. Go somewhere else. Well, even then, I'd probably be lo- like be there if the opportunity wouldn't have came up. But, right. But, uh, but Mikey was really, really trying to get me in with Emilio. And it's funny because I was happy with Eddie. Like, we're, we're you know, still good friends. Right. But he was, I'm talking about nasty. Like, please, come on, just do one gig. Just come do one gig, you know, and I'll leave you alone. So, <laughs> and they had James, you know, they had James right. on guitar. So they didn't need me, you know. So anyway, so I went and did Park Place. Sent that Park Place with him. And that night they were leaving to New Mexico. That night, and they they loved it. They just kidnapped you, right? Dude, I even said no, and I left. I went home. I was actually sick. I wasn't lying. I I had like a fever, but I did the gig. It was fun. I'm not gonna lie. I loved it. You know, I looked up to him all my life. So I did the gig. um, Went home, and I told him I was like, man, I'm sorry, Mike. I don't feel good. I'm already at home. I'm not gonna have anybody take me back out. Blah blah blah. I get a call like at three thirty in the morning. The bus is on Jackson Keller outside my apartment. (laughs) I'll never forget. I was telling my wife, like, I gotta go. I guess I gotta go, you know? Dude, they, uh, yeah, Emilio, they picked me up, dude. They don't take no for an answer, right? No, they said, you're going. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, sure, you're not going. Yeah, yeah. And again, I mean, I appreciate it now, looking back, because I might have just passed up the opportunity. You right. Know, and everything happens for a reason, you know? But, but yeah, man, they picked me up off of Jackson Keller. They couldn't even pull in nowhere, you know? So. <laughs> So I thank Mikey for that now, you know, like persistent. You son you know. of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And I went over there and then little by little it was. And you had a hand in some of the stuff we did there too, right? Arrangement. And you recorded some demos, didn't you? I don't know. If well, you, the second you didn't record time, an album, did you? Not that time. The second time around when I joined the Milo, that's when you were mm-hmm. you were back. That's when we got to do the that album that was nominated for the Latin Grammy or was it American Grammys? That's the one that won, isn't it? That oh won? yeah, one. Yeah. Hello, yeah. yeah. But was That's it Latin? That thing. Yeah, it was Latin Grammy. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was yeah that was way later when I joined back when you were there. And, but uh, we recorded that. But the first time I was there, when it was with Angel and he used people in in Monterrey, that, right, right. They did all their stuff, so we were just the live band. And, so at what point do you actually set up shop and say this is my studio and um, start getting people in there? <laughs> People like Gilbert would get mad. Gilbert Velasquez, he gets mad at it, but I never, I never really set up shop. <laughs> oh, he, you know, we joke about it all the time because now anybody, you know, with the laptop and you know, right. can can say yeah. they, they do it, you know. Um, but that's essentially what I did forever, man. I had a laptop, 
you know, you're supposed to have the correct room for the, the mixing and mastering, you know. You know, <laughs> I know. I have I my some, opinions I, about those. I no, 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 not, I, not in the bad way. I'm just saying. No, I know, I know. It's, it's like anything else. It's like with the guitar. It, uh, the same thing goes when people ask me, well, what kind of guitar should I buy? Mm-hmm. I say, one that fits you, one that suits you. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody tell you you have to buy this guitar mm-hmm. yeah. because of a certain price, whatever. Yeah. If you find a $200 guitar that you love the way it feels, mm-hmm. then that's the guitar you should get. Yep. You know, yeah. I think the same should apply for for studio. And even though, you know, whatever, you can probably get really good quality in a, yeah. in a better studio. Mm-hmm. But at what, at what? I mean, I know everything's digital. Yeah. But well, look at the, the stuff the that was done. The, look at the classics that were done. All the hits back in the 50s and 60s were done on four tracks yeah. in a room like this. Mm-hmm. You can't say that it's, it's any better or yeah. worse, you know? Yeah. No, because like even I remember you guys used to record around Litos, right? I yeah. Mean, I remember, you know. I that, don't think that, that was. No, exactly. That was. Uh, <laughs> Legit, you know. It was tested for sound quality and I remember, uh, the I remember acoustics were. All the uniforms. Uh, you guys had a lot of uniform shirts hanging up. And, well, uh, I wouldn't call them uniforms. Well, they were given to us. Okay. They, okay I don't like to talk about those shirts. <laughs> well, anyways, they were hanging up and I remember they were like, well, yeah, we leave them there for the sound. <laughs> to, to kill the sound. part of our acoustics. Yeah, man. But, uh, no, but I get where he's coming from because there are people that do make a bad you know yeah they do make it you know make the other people that use the same setups you know sound bad or look bad you know yeah. but so you're but you're, i never really never really had um an actual place now i have a place in new braunfels uh-huh. um it's half of it's a studio and then the other side is uh we, we do synthesizer restorations i don't do it but you know oh okay what do you mean synthesizer synthesizer like moog and uh Korg and all the old oh, okay. and Sonic. Yeah, I've seen that where you do where you're fixing keyboards yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, that's okay. So it's the building split up and one half was already a studio. You fix amps? Then they could fix anything. I have a amp in the next room that well, I need fixed. Okay. I'll take it home. Anyways <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, so that's uh So you I, never really had a shop. You just had your, your laptop and, yeah, and you would forever, have have forever. laptop will travel. Yeah. And record you big big uh but big. in some in some way that's that makes you even more resourceful because you're you're learning how to do things in the elements you're given the and hard so way. And yeah when you learn how to adjust and, and in some way you learn how to to adjust sound based on what you what room you're given so mm-hmm. you you have a tendency to learn you more to. that yeah, way yeah, because you, you learn more you're not just in one given one given environment the whole time you know what that room sounds like yeah. hey if you're in a different room or a different setting every time then you're learning a lot more than yeah. somebody in another situation would and be. I'm not gonna lie there's a lot of bad stuff I probably did you know what I mean I, I mean now I, I hear I would it. probably agree <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> I've heard not, some of this I'm not, not saying I got it right you know like I'm just, but that's how I learned you know what I mean yeah yeah. I'm not, so. I'm not even speaking just of you I mean there's a lot of bad stuff that gets mm-hmm. out there yeah. even today I listen to some stuff out there and it's like why yeah. would you release it that way? Mm-hmm. You know, I understand you're trying to catch a raw element, but really, that's, that's just... Is that what the excuse was? <laughs> <laughs> or overproducing something where I'm going to throw everything I know. Yeah. I'm going to throw everything I know how to do with my system, and mm-hmm. I'm going to throw it at you, and yeah. you need to like it. Mm-hmm. You need to love it. And I hate to hear that because there have been some specifically Tejano productions that I'm not going to say who, mm-hmm. but I'm like, why is that even out? That doesn't yeah. that doesn't make sense to me, you know. Yep. And and I've heard some less quality production that sound amazing. Now they're it's not perfect, mm-hmm. but it's about the song. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm sure you've had yeah. some bad stuff come to oh. your studio. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's everything's a learning experience. Everything. 
You know, because now I actually have people that come to me for, like, they'll bring me the project to mix it, you know? Right. And sometimes it's like, so already I'll try to be honest. Yeah, I'll try to be like, dude, I mean, I don't know what you're expecting from this, but, you know, like. <laughs> I'm you not know, a magician. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, <laughs> you know. And, and, and again, just the way I learn from people. Right. I try to tell them, look, next time you do this, give me. Whatever, give me two symbols, you know, right. two overheads instead of one, you know, or whatever. <laughs> give and me it, some better shit because yeah. this shit sucks. Yeah, just just whatever I can help them with. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you don't say it like that. Yeah, but I no, would say it like that. I know that you would <laughs> because you know how I am. <laughs> I did learn a lot on the road with you guys on what not to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so no, but yeah, no, I try to, I try to. Like again, I don't know, man. I, I learn every day, man. But there's just. I try to help people in any any way I can, man. Well, that's that's good for you. I mean, people. I'm sure people appreciate that yeah. uh, that you try and help them out. And see, I I would just be yeah, a little more blunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I don't get calls. Nobody calls me. Like I've had you and Ernie in here, and I'm like, I still don't get calls to do recordings. <laughs> nah, <laughs> like, well, I don't care. Well, it my, don't matter. My me. excuse is because I I try to play bass. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> I said I tried. About those theory lessons. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. Let me just show you a few things. Go ahead, drink your water. We're live, going live tape. Thank you. If you're on Facebook, thank you. To, uh, I think I said uh, Pete Gutierrez is here. Igor Kilorov. Kilorov. Thank you guys for joining us. If you're still here watching the podcast, we're with Eddie Perez with the uh, bass player for La Calma and he's also an uh, engineer and producer at his own studio name nah. will be uh, we'll call it Eddie Pettis Music right now Eddie Pettis Music <laughs> I like you know yeah well that'll work E minor E flat something like that so I, I, I'm, I'm throwing some names around uh-huh. um, I just don't know yet I've, 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 we're putting one thing out with steady music about EP, hey, I shouldn't even say anything, right? Because someone will just go copyright yeah. it real quick. And like, hey, season desist. Yeah. <laughs> EP, EP uh, music. And I just, thought and about then you it could too. Say, Make your EP with EP. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought. Believe me, I thought about it. EP. I was like, nah, it's too common. Too much. Too much stuff with that in it already. EP. Well, what are the initials of your kids? I thought about that too. Make them work. Yeah. Make them work. Yeah. Yeah. And it ended up being beg. That was the only thing that made sense, and my wife was like, nah, that ain't gonna work. Well, I had your wife's name in there, too. So, yeah. I know, right? And I was gonna give her props because she always had to, going back to the recording, she always had to deal with a setup like this right. in the living room, you know? <laughs> or we always had to have one, you know, wherever we lived, we'd make it a four bedroom instead of three, you know? Right, so, right. Yeah, so she always had to deal with. So, talk about your band, La Calma. When did that when did that come up and how long has it been around? Did y'all win something? I well, um well in, in twenty thirteen well so to get to there was just okay, I was with the media. Then that's when my daughter was born. Mm-hmm. I ended up deciding we we're gonna well, we lived in New Braunfels, we were gonna I was gonna quit because I was uh I wanted to give it up, you know, I wanted right. to just whatever, you know, the yeah. big big boy job or whatever. Yeah, we, we all go through that. I'm still <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I um so we were like, you know what? We're going to move to the valley because my grandfather gave me a, a little house that he had. Okay. So we tried it, and I mean, we did. I tried it. And <laughs> I don't know anything else, you know what I mean? So it's like any anything I could go for, um, you know, was just not going to cut it, you know? So 
And as soon as I got there, the people from Bobby Pulido were like, oh, and you you had just, yeah, you, it was right when you, as a matter of fact, they were holding auditions for bass and guitar. That's right when yeah, you got out. Yeah, because I had left and I just, yeah. Yeah, I can't, so, I moved back. I probably could have stayed you, there both, yeah. if I was in San Antonio. I probably still could have done the gig. I just mm-hmm. made a decision that I was going to leave. Yeah, because it's rough, yeah. you know, get into the valley. Yeah. So anyway, so, but at that time it worked out for me because I was in the valley. Yeah, you yeah know? I just moved down so, there. So yeah, so I ended up moving. Uh, oh, I left Emilio, and it was it was supposed to be me living in the valley, playing with Jennifer Pena. Oh, okay. that was two hour. You know, it wasn't too bad for me to get right. to Corpus, and uh, that didn't that didn't work out. And um, Bobby Pulido joined him for two years. I ended up really? you know, after not making no money for a month. I was like, <laughs> okay, guys, he's still interested. So yeah, I went, um, took the gig, did that for a few years, then. We just didn't. We didn't like the valley, so moved back to New Braunfels. You know, happy wife, happy life. You know what I mean. Her family's in New Braunfels. So, okay. Yeah. So we did that, and then then I then it then it didn't work out. Right. The traveling back to the valley. Yeah. So I ended up, and he gave me some good advice, Bobby. You know about a lot of things about you know you're only as good as who you hang around with. You know. You never, you know, if you're just doing this, you're not going to do this. Is that why we don't hang out anymore? <laughs> right, right, right. No, but he gave me re- really, really good, you know, just just really good talk. We had good well, talks about Bobby's, how to progress, you know. Bobby's made a, a good living at knowing what his product is mm-hmm. and understanding what his product and what it, mm-hmm. it's him. Yeah. And he understands that. So, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so he's, he's, he's been very successful in, in not only realizing it, but using it to his and maintaining his benefit. And, yeah. yeah. So whenever I left there, it was it was easy because I I got to tell him like, dude, your your speeches to me, your com- our conversations are the reason I'm gonna right. you know go do try to do my own thing. So I left to back to San and yeah New Braunfels. Then that's when I Emilio and them found out I was oh no 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 Joe Lopez. They found out I was there again. I was gonna try You're to like just, a Tejano whore, dude. I was just gonna. <laughs> I promise you, I was trying to find a job. I mean, I went every, everywhere, chicken factory, wherever I can go, man. Chicken yeah, like I mean, you name it, dude. And I didn't, I didn't get anything. And Joe Lopez, they needed a guitar player. They're like, come on, you know. So I was like, so I did it. I did it for two years, and then <laughs> and then what? <laughs> All right, we're not the. Um, well, needless to say, whenever that ended, I got a right. call from Raulito. You need a gig, Dad? I was like, yes, know you know you do. I do. Yeah. So so they took me back. And then that's when you were there. Okay. that That's when we got to record and we did the... Was I mean to you? A little bit. Okay. That's okay, though. Good. You made, nice. me, you made me stronger. <laughs> Between you and James, oh, my God. <laughs> you guys are... Uh, love you guys. Right? But, yeah, it was, it was awesome, man. It was... It was Again, I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about La Calma because I know we're... we're uh... Yeah. Um, no, yeah. So just um, I started La Calma because it was after the, the accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, I had reached a point to where like, you know, I really don't know if I want to do this anymore. And then it was like, well, you know what? I'll do it. But if I do it, I'm just going to do my own On my own terms, yeah. And if it works out, it works out. So La Calma out. is yours or is it a combination? Yeah, of... it was me and, me and Leo that started okay. it. Um, now we're like almost like Palomino's like we're brothers. It's been the same band members for for forever, you know. And how? And what year was this when you started? Um, that was uh, I don't even know. We've been together nine years, so like two thousand nine, wow. maybe. Okay. 
Yeah, I so, can't do math. I know. So we're both yeah, horrible in school. Around, <laughs> we're both horrible in school. <laughs> Don't ask us to do but it, that, man. But it's so funny because that dude, before we even actually had a band, we got a contract with Freddie. Like same thing. The way things happen, man. They just everything you know happens fast for me, and it, right. And we then we found the band. We we got people to get in the picture just to show me how to band, but we didn't have one. <laughs> Thanks to a couple of buddies of mine, but anyways, yeah, man, we 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 started it and and we've just we've been doing it ever since. I mean, we how did you do it? I know that the Hanna Awards were just recently. Did you did uh, we all nominated for something? Yeah, right? we were nominated for Norteño Album of the Year. Um, but yeah, we didn't. We kind of went in there knowing we weren't going to take that one, but just to be in the final five was was really really yeah. cool. I think I voted for you. Yeah, <laughs> well, thank you. Sir. I think I did. Thank you. No, 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 yeah. Thank you. No it, I, what I want to know is, no, cool. is the guy who picked out the jacket, is he still in the band? <laughs> the, the purple one that we just wore? Yes. Okay, there's a funny story about I that. I figured I would because it's a funny jacket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> so we have a sponsor um, that had everything, that was going to have everything ready. And the, the Friday before, they didn't come in. So the, And I was busy because my daughter was having a quinceanera the following week. So they went shopping and and uh, <laughs> in their defense, it's hard to find jackets that are in stock that fit everybody. Right, you know. So you to, how many how many so, guys in so the band? Leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> how many guys are in the band? Five, five. So you, so you have to, you so have you to have find to jackets. I'm not gonna lie. Same. You got to find like a two extra, maybe yeah. three, yeah. depending if it's where it's made. <laughs> and then you got to find you know two extra yeah, yeah. One small, one medium. It's almost Where's the almost big boy never. section. I know, right? <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. No, I like the jacket. I'm just, I'm just teasing you. But it, it, it did stand out in my memory as like, oh, that's, that's that's a jacket right there. <laughs> loud. That's loud, right? <laughs> it's not even loud. It's just kind of no. Yeah. But but back in two thousand, I don't know. I forget. I, I don't know the year. But we we did win best new group. Okay, that was maybe like two thousand nine or ten or twelve or thirteen. I don't know. <laughs> One of those years, <laughs> I think I covered it. I covered it with all of those. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was so, somewhere that was cool. in between two thousand and now. <laughs> exactly, we won something. Don't yeah. know why, but we won something there. <laughs> yeah, no, but imagine watching. I grew up watching the Thailand Music Awards. Yeah, of course. Even it's, it's, even though it's not as big as it was, you know, at the time it. Man, it was still a dream come true, man. It Dude, was, I watched the Tahan Awards on, on YouTube that I was on yes. with the media. I'm just like. I don't remember doing that. That's crazy, right? I was like, when did I wear a tuxedo? I don't remember wearing that. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. But I, that happens to me a lot. I'll see like old videos like, yeah. I have no fucking idea. You know, and I'm wearing this ugly ass shirt, like kind of like a jacket. Yeah, But exactly. wearing this ugly stuff. I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. Well, I had no choice. They had, we were sponsored. We had to do all this and shit. And I grew but, up on those things, man. Yeah. I, I grew up watching those awards. You right. Know, you guys, all that stuff. And that's crazy. Imagine when I moved back, to, I moved to Texas, my first time back to Texas uh-huh. was at the hall my grandparents hall right. with Emilio that's that was yeah that wow. was crazy but yeah man no um but yeah we won that award that was that was super super cool man how many and, albums uh, y'all got out we have three well two technical albums and then uh an EP an EP mm-hmm. what about uh your studio I know you're you're very active in your is it well? You're yeah. You got a studio now, right? Yeah, actual yes, place. It, so, yeah. what are some, what are some of the bands you produced and, and, and recorded there? Oh man, produced that people will know, or even just recorded there. 
I know. Um, you, look, I know you do good stuff there. I've heard your material. I've heard the stuff that comes out of there. I got nothing but good things to say about what you produce as far as your, you. your ear. Thank you um, very much. And I know you would always, you used to tell me too, like, nah, the guitars don't sound good. You know, like, you know, and I like that. You know what I mean? I, like, I have yes, it in my head were, now. If you ever want, <laughs> if you want somebody to tell you the truth, yeah. let me hear it. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, just, yeah, the acoustics used to tell me. It's still my opinion, but, yeah. it, you know, it's just my opinion. No, but I appreciate it, and I always worry about it. I have, you gave me a complex <laughs> on acoustic guitars now for, like, does it well, sound right? Well, because all the, whenever you hear Tejano music uh, record acoustic, it always sounds the same, like, shit. You know, yeah. when I'm thinking of like, like not true, like right. It's, it's to like sound. it's supposed to resonate. You're supposed to hear that wood, and you're supposed mm-hmm. to hear that string. You know, and I don't always hear that. But yeah. anyway, regardless. Yeah. So, what are some of the stuff? Some of the people oh, you recorded there? Man, it's when you throw me on the spot. Like I'm so behind on so many things, and I can't <laughs> think of one. I, 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 well, um, well, besides producing, like uh, Gilbert keeps me busy. I, I'm always recording on just on people's stuff, like. The last three or four J albums, or like um, a lot of VMB stuff, uh-huh. I, I do a lot of their bass and like the Ram. Do you do it out of your studio or, no. or his? Uh, sometimes, uh, every now and then, he'll, he'll you know really be in a bind. You know, I get to do it at, at home and send it. He can't tell me what to okay, do. Okay, so you're working over there with him. <laughs> yeah, I go. I do a okay. lot. I do a lot with Gilbert, um, where, I, where I learn a lot too. You yeah, know? Of um, but yeah, as far as um, I, I do a lot of work from New Mexico. Really, a lot of yeah, a real good buddy of mine, Darren Cordova. I hooked up with him, a great person, like a, like a second father to me, man. And, and uh, he just from there, it just all you know. I just like eighty percent of my work is is New Mexico. Wow, yeah. It's, is there a big scene up there for Dallas music? I'm just... it, their genres, um, it's 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 very similar to what we do. It's it's just a little different. Some of their leads are with guitar. Some of the stuff, uh, yeah, like leads or guitar instead of maybe accordion. Or right. Rancheras are a lot faster, but that's the cool maybe thing. Maybe like old school kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the cool thing is is that they're, I'm kind of merging, you know, the two worlds. Right. Um, which is can be a good thing or a bad thing, you know? Well, it depends who's listening, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, I just try to make the client happy. Whatever they want to do, I'm down. Right. You know, if they come to me wanting to do this, let's do it, you know? Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad that there's a a bigger market uh, for. If you want to drink your water? No, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. No, no, I'm no. Just, uh, I'm glad there's a bigger market uh, that's reaching out to you guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I do a lot of Texas. I just golly, like I just did a a, a, a Tina Modis's new single. Um, man, I can't. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Our, our La Calma's new single just came out. <laughs> our new single just came out. I do too much stuff, man. I can't think. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, do I have your permission to use some of your songs yes. uh, for this podcast? All yes, right. yes, yes. I got yes. your permission. Got it on air. Got it on Facebook. Yes. So you've, um, on the audio podcast, you should be able to hear that. Um, yes. What do you got coming up this year or for 2018? Uh, I got, uh, of course, La Calma's new, new project You know that we're working on with VMB. Um, I'm also uh, helping a good friend of mine, Stevie D. I'm, I'm, uh, he's a new artist uh, that came out. He's got a new album coming out, independent. Um, helping him do some stuff with his project and and a tour. They're doing a cool little uh, oh, okay. Joe Lopez kind of what you guys are doing, right? A Joe Lopez tribute. Um, yeah, that, that's really cool. I get to jam with Brando and yeah. Frankie Caballero, and oh, that's cool. Yeah, so another bucket list type of deal, and uh, yeah, so between the two, and then just producing, man, just 
stay stay more busy. music staying yeah, busy man, staying busy uh, yes. I know you help out different bands too right oh yeah so you're always yeah. freelancing yeah last night with Chente and I, I was joking about do you miss getting home at 5 in the morning you're like no I'm good I'm uh, good no <laughs> Ram I did a gig with a few gigs with Ram uh, David Lee that one you uh, with I've, never, I've never had that chance dude I've I was never had the opportunity right next to Dickie and Adam right behind me forget it yeah man yeah no, I Those dudes, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's definitely been. But did you watch the really the interview cool. with with Dingy? Mm-hmm. That yeah. was that was fun for me. That was yes, cool. yeah, was man. Fun. He's he doesn't. I don't know if he realizes it, but he's responsible for. A I don't lot, know how many times I've gotten in trouble. Yeah. Like when I go with Gilbert or whatever. No, nah, man. I mean, this is not David Lee. You know, like I'm sorry, dude. I just you know <laughs> just the way I hear it. Wanna, yeah. that's the way I want to portray I mean, it. Yeah, and I mean, whatever. I mean, he's not ragging on Dickie. He's just saying that that's not right. the way he wants right. it to be on that project. You right. Know? So you got a lot of stuff coming this year. Uh, just staying busy with your band and the studio. Yes, man. Anything else you want to add, Eddie? Yeah, no, man. Just uh, very where can they find you on the internet? On the internet, just I only have my. I'm real late for everything. I, I do want to get a website when we do. <laughs> I have a MySpace start the label. <laughs> no, this year for sure in uh, in January. I'm gonna do it all legit. We're gonna have a label because I have. That's one thing that happens. I have people coming to me for, right? Like all this stuff, and I'm like, and I and I help them, and I'm thinking like, well. Man, if I'm helping them and I'm doing all this and doing that, I mean, I just need to do it. Like, I've had people ask me, "Can I be on your label?" And I really didn't even have a label yet, you know. <laughs> well, and I'm like, "Fake it, TV." Yeah, sure, give me my I'm label. Yeah. Here, sign this paper. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing on the paper. No, yeah, it just so. says label. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, right? No contract. Just uh, sign the paper. You're on a contract. <laughs> no, and I'm and I'm so like passive that I would I'll do it just word of mouth, you know. But no, I do want to do it legit. And I mean, I mean, if it's like what's that? You know, when God, there's that one story where he he sent you all this stuff, and you know, right, yeah, right, I forget right, the story. Right. Why, why did you? That's what's why, happening. Why did you yeah, save why'd you me? Take it? Yeah. Why I sent you all the stuff? <laughs> yeah. So it's like that's what's happening right now. I'm just getting all kinds of people that are like, "Can you do this for me? I need you to help me put this out." And I'm like, "But wait a minute, why? Why me?" But you know, I I I don't see it. But you know, yeah. I've gained you, people's you just, trust in the business, right. and, then, and that's the hard so. thing to do. When you, you you've already got the trust, so now yeah. it's just getting off your ass and doing the other exactly. shit, and, it, and doing it, doing the work. Right, and ha- thanks to everybody joining us on Facebook. Uh, Adam, Adam's here. I forgot his last name. Adam Drummer. Oh, um, Adam Drummer. <laughs> <laughs> put your damn last put your last name on the Facebook. Thing. <laughs> I always forget your uh, uh, you James Garcia was here. Just just jumped in right now. Danny Danny Rodriguez. Tell James I don't have tacos in my pocket. <laughs> Oh man! He before he so asked, good. Right? before yeah. he asked, uh, no, I don't. I know you got a taco in your pocket. <laughs> He's so funny, man. Thanks to everyone to join us on Facebook. Eddie Pettis, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and you said they can't find you on the internet because you're kind of hidden. Uh, Facebook. I mean, I have the Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, just no website. Or you anything. can find Eddie on his MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No, yeah, no. Just I got I got into Facebook way late. I remember you having that. You were like the first and I was, person I knew. And I was late with that, too. My wife had one before. And really? I was like, I don't want to get it. And then finally I got on it. And it's like, all That's right. That's crazy. So, yeah. yeah, be sure to find Eddie. Uh, check out La Calma. Um, disregard the Jackass Awards at the Hollywood Awards. <laughs> hey, I'm glad you said something. Because if I say something, I'm the bad guy. You know? like, no, yeah. congratulations on all your success, Eddie. Oh, and all, you. all your, your career path and, and all the wonderful bands you've helped. And all the people, all the artists you've helped as well. Uh, with with your advice, I know you're very you're very uh, outgoing and very friendly person, and I pre- we we all appreciate it. Thank you. That you're Thank a good you. guy. Thank you very much. Thank you 
for listening to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website, texasmusicspotlight.com, to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown. That that uh, GoPro oh, yeah. stand looks funny. What? I don't know. It just looks funny. You like it? You like it? <laughs> <laughs>